from the book of James. What does it profit, my brethren, if a man says he has faith but has not works? Can his faith save him? If a brother or sister is clothed and in lack of daily food, and one of you says to them, Go in peace, be warmed and filled, without giving them the things they need for the body, what does it profit? So faith by itself, if it has no works, is dead. But someone, someone will say, You have faith and I have works. Show me your faith apart from your works, and I, by my works, will show you my faith. You believe that God is one? You do well. Even the demons believe and shudder. Do you want to be shown, you foolish fellow, that faith, apart from works, is barren? Was not Abraham, our father, justified by works, when he offered his son Isaac upon the altar? You see that faith was active along with his works, and, and faith was completed by works. And the scripture was fulfilled, which says, Abraham believed God, and it was reckoned to him as righteousness, and he was called the friend of God. You see that a man is justified by works and not by faith alone. In the same way, was not also Rahab the harlot justified by works when she received the messengers and sent them out another way? For as the body apart from the spirit is dead, so faith apart from works is dead. Your faith won't save you without works. Your works are namely obedience, obeying the commandments. You can't just say, I believe in Jesus, thus I'm going to heaven. No, you have to believe in Jesus, and you have to stay out of mortal sin. You've got to obey, live and die in the state of sanctifying grace. You participate by obeying the commandments. Faith without works is dead. You could say faith without obedience is dead. Today's Gospel is two verses. And calling the multitude together with his disciples, Jesus said to them, If any man follow me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. And after six days, Jesus taketh with him Peter, James, and John, and leadeth them up into a high mountain, apart by themselves, and was transfigured before them. So Jesus tells them about the cross. You want to be my disciple? You're going to suffer. Deny yourself. Perpetual penance following me. And then he leads them on to witness the transfiguration. Got to remember this principle. The cross comes before glory. Cross before the transfiguration. Baltimore Catechism today is on the marks of the church. The four marks of the church says, does the church have any marks by which it is known? Yes. Four marks are, one, holy, Catholic, and apostolic. Now we go into each one. How is the church one? The church is one because all of its members agree in one faith and are in one communion and are all under one head. Be Jesus, the invisible head, and the Pope, the visible head. Church is one in faith and morals. 
How is the church holy? The church is holy because its founder, Jesus, is holy. That's what you got to remember there. Also, because it teaches a holy doctrine, invites all to a holy life because of the eminent holiness of so many thousands of its children. I say the church is holy because it sanctifies us with the seven sacraments. How is the church Catholic or universal? The church is Catholic or universal because it subsists in all ages, teaches all nations, maintains all truth. Remember the three alls there. How is the church Catholic or universal? The three alls. It subsists in all ages, teaches all nations, maintains all truth. And then it says, how is the church apostolic? The church is apostolic because it was founded by Jesus on his apostles and is governed by their lawful successors. And because it has never ceased and never will cease to teach their doctrine. What it says, it, it, the church will never cease to teach apostolic doctrine. The church, individuals in it will cease to do it, but the church won't. Official church teaching will never change. The positive faith won't change. And it says, in which church are the attributes and the marks found? says they are found in the Holy Roman Catholic Church alone. A couple more. From who does the church derive its undying life and infallible authority? Answer, Holy Spirit. Last question. By whom is the church made, kept one, holy and Catholic? Again, the answer is the Holy Spirit who unites and sanctifies its members throughout the world. Okay, it's Friday. Jesus says, do penance or perish. Give up meat today. Got that great shepherd pie in the refrigerator? Leave it alone. Claire put a bucket of Kentucky Fried Chicken in there. Leave it alone. Go meatless today. Find some penance to do and stick with it. Maybe you can, could drink only water today. Give up milk and coffee. Or skip one of your meals, one of those three meals, skip one. Or just eat a slice of bread for one of them. Or don't eat anything all day, but maybe a piece of crusty bread in the evening. Pick some penance and do it today.